welcome back listeners in this podcast we'll be proceeding forward with chapter 3 of our continuing book the monk who sold his ferrari and the chapter 3 is the miraculous transformation of julian mantel i was astonished by the new and improved julian mantel how could someone who looked like a tired old man only a few short years ago now look so vibrant and alive i wondered in a silent disbelief was it some magical drug that had allowed him to drink from the fountain of youth what was the cause of his extraordinary reversal julian was the first to speak he told me that the hyper competitive legal world has taken his toll on him not only physically and emotionally but spiritually the fast pace and endless demands had worn him out and run him down he admitted that his body had fallen apart and that his mind has lost his luster his heart attack was only one symptom of a deeper problem the constant pressure and exhausting schedule of a world class trial lawyer had also broken his most important and perhaps most human endowment his spirit when given the ultimatum by his doctor either to either to give up the law or give up his life he said he saw a golden opportunity to rekindle the inner fire he had known when he was younger a fire that had been extinguished as the law became less a pleasure and more a business julian grew visibly excited as he recounted how he sold all his materialistic possessions and headed to india a land whose ancient culture and mystical traditions had always fascinated him he traveled from tiny village to tiny village sometimes by foot sometimes by train learning new customs seeing the timeless sights and growing to love indian people who radiated warmth kindness and a refreshing perspective on the true meaning of life even those who had very little opened their homes and their hearts to this weary visitor from the west as the days melted into weeks within this enchanting environment julian slowly began to feel alive and whole again perhaps for the first time since he was a child his natural curiosity and creative spark steadily returned along with his enthusiasm and the energy for living he started to feel more joyful and peaceful and he began to laugh again although he embarrassed every moment of his time in this exotic land julian told me that his journey to india was more than a simple vacation to ease an outworked mind he described his time in this fairy land as a personal odyssey of the self he confided that he was determined to find out who is really was and what his life was all about before it was too late to do this his first priority was to connect to that culture vast pool of ancient wisdom on living a more rewarding fulfilling and enlightened life i don't mean to sound too of the wall john what it was like i had received a command from within and an inner instruction telling me that i was to begin a spiritual voyage to rekindle the spark that i had lost said julian it was a tremendously liberating time for me the more he explored the more he heard of indian monks who had lived beyond the age of 100 monks who despite their 
advanced years maintained youthful energy and vital lives the more he traveled the more he learned of ageless yogis who had mastered the art of mind control and spiritual awakening and the more he goes and the more he saw the more he longed to understand the dyna- the dynamics behind these miracles of human nature hoping to apply these their philosophies to his own life during the early stages of his journey julian sought out many well known and highly respected teachers he told me that each one of them welcomed him with open arms and open hearts sharing whatever gems of knowledge they had absorbed over lifetime spent in a quiet contemplation of the loftier issues surrounding their existence julian also attempted to describe the beauty of the ancient temples that were strewn across the mystical landscape of india edifices that stood as loyal gatekeepers to the wisdom of the ages he said he was moved by the sacredness of these surroundings it was a very magical time of my life john here i was a tired old litigator who had sold everything from the race horse to my rolex and had packed all the remainder into a large rucksack that would be my constant companion as i ventured into the timeless traditions of the east was it hard to leave i wondered aloud unable to contain my curiosity actually it was the easiest thing i have ever done the decision to give up my particle and all my worldly possessions felt natural albert camus once said that real generosity towards the future consists in giving all to what is present well that's exactly what i did i knew i had to change so i decided to listen to my heart and do it in a very dramatic way my life became so much simpler and meaningful when i left the baggage of my past behind the moment i stopped spending so much on time chasing the big pleasures of life i began to enjoy the little ones like watching the stars dancing in the moonlight moonlit sky or soaking in the in the sunbeams of a glorious summer morning in india is such an intellectual stimulating place that i rarely thought of all i had left those initials meeting with the learned and the scholarly of those of that exotic exotic culture though intriguing did not yield the knowledge which julian hungered the wisdom that he desired that he desired and the practical techniques that he hoped would change the quality of his life continued to elude him in those early days of his odyssey it was not until julian had been in india for about 7 months that he but that he had his first real break it was while he was in kashmir an ancient and mystical state that sits sleepily at the foot of the himalayas that he had the good fortune to meet a gentleman named yogi krishna this light man with a clean shaved head had also been a lawyer in his previous incarnation as he often joked with a toothy grin fed up with the hectic pace that personifies modern new delhi he too gave up his material possessions and retreated to a world of greater simplicity he 
becoming a caretaker of the village temple krishnan said he had come to know himself and his purpose in the larger scheme of life i was tired of living my life like one long air raid drill i realized that my mission is to serve others and somehow to contribute to making this world a better place now i live to give he said he told julian i spend my days and nights at, at this temple living in posture but fulfilling life i share my realizations with those who come here to pray i serve those in need i'm not a priest i'm simply a man who has found his soul julian informed this lawyer turned yogi of his own story he spoke of his former life of prominence and privilege he told yogi krishnan of his hunger for wealth and his obsession with work he revealed with great emotion his inner turmoil and the crisis of spirit he had experienced when one bright light of his life began to flicker in the winds of an out of balance lifestyle i too have walked this path my friend i too have felt the pain you had felt yet i have learned that everything happens for a reason offered yogi krishnan sympathetically every event has a purpose and every setback its lessons i have realized that failure whether of the personal professional or even spiritual kind is is essential to personal expansion it brings inner growth and a whole host of psychic rewards never regret your past rather embrace it as the teacher that it is after hearing these words julian told me that he felt great exultation perhaps in yogi krishnan he had found the mentor he was searching for who better than another former hotshot lawyer who though his own spiritual odyssey had found a better way of living teach him the secrets of creating a life of more balance enchantment and delight i need your help krishnan i need to learn how to build a richer fuller life i would be honored to assist you in any way that i can offered the yogi but may i give you one suggestion sure for as long as i have been caring for this temple in this little village i have heard whisperings of a mystical band of sages living high in the himalayas legend has legends has it the they have discovered some short, some sort of system that will profoundly improve the quality of anyone's life and i don't just mean physically it is supposed to be holistic integrated set of ageless principle and timeless teachings to liberate the potential of the mind body and soul julian was fascinated this seemed perfect just exactly where do these monks live no one knows and i regret that i am too old to start searching but i will tell you one thing my friend many have tried to find them and many have failed with tragic consequences the higher reaches of the himalayas are trackless beyond beyond compare even the most skilled climber is rendered helpless against their natural ravages but if it is the golden keys to radiant health lasting happiness and inner fulfillment you are searching for i do not have the wisdom you seek they do julian never to give up easily pressed yogi krishnan again 
are you certain that you have no idea where the way they live all i can tell you is that the locals in this village know them as the great sages of sivana in their mythology sivana means oasis of enlightenment these monks are revered as if they are divine in their constitution and influence if i knew where they could be found i would be duty bound to tell you but honestly i do not know no one does for the matter the next morning as of the first rays of indian sun danced along the colorful horizon julian set out on his trek to the lost land of sivana at first he thought about hiring a sherpa guide to aid him in his climb through the mountains but for some strange reason reason his instinct told him that this was one journey he would have to make alone so instead for perhaps the most time in his life he shed the shackle the shackles of reasons and placed his trust in the, his intuition he felt he would be safe he somehow knew he would find what he was looking for so with a missionary zeal he started to climb the first few days were easy sometimes he would catch up to one of the cheerful citizens of the village beyond who happened to be walking on one of the footpaths perhaps searching for just the right piece of wood for carving or seeking the sanctuary that this surreal place offered to all those who dared to venture this high into the heavens at other times he hiked alone using this time to silently reflect on where he had been in his life and where he was now headed it didn't take long before the village below was nothing more than a tiny speck on this marvelous canvas of natural splendor the majesty of the snow-capped peaks of the himalayas made his heart beat faster and for one long moment took his breath away he felt in oneness with his surrounding a kind of kinship that two old friends might enjoy after many years spent listening to each other innermost thoughts and laughing at each other's jokes the fresh mountain air cleared his mind and energized his spirit having traveled the world many times over julian had thought he had seen it all but he had never seen beauty like this the wonders of which he drank all the magical time for an extensive tribute to the symphony of nature at once he felt joyous exaggerated and carefree it was here high above the humanity below that julian slowly ventured out of the cocoon of the ordinary and began to explore the realm of the extraordinary i still remember the words that were going through my mind up there said julian i thought that ultimately life is all about choices once destiny unfolds according to the choices one makes and i felt certain that the choice i had made was the right one i knew my life would never be the same as that something marvelous maybe even miraculous or about happened to me it was an amazing awakening as julian climbed into the very fiery regions of himalayas he told me that he grew anxious but it was those good kind of jitters like the ones i had on prom night or right before an ex- exciting 
case began and the media was chasing me up the courtroom steps and even though i didn't have the benefit of a guide or a map the way was clear and a thin lightly traveled path led me to higher into the deepest reaches of those mountains it was like i had some sort of inner compass nudging me gently towards my destination i don't think i could have stopped climbing even if i had wanted to julian was excited his words spilling out like a gushing mountain stream after the rains as he traveled for two more days along the route that he prayed would take him to sivana julian's thought wandered back to his former life though he felt entirely liberated from the stress and strain that personified his former world he did wonder whether he could really spend the rest of his days without the intellectual challenge that the legal profession had offered him since he left harvard law school his thoughts then wandered back to his oak paneled office in a glittering downtown skyscraper and an idyllic summer home he had sold for a pittance he thought about his old friends and whom he would frequently the most finest of the restaurants in the most glamorous locales he also thought about the prized ferrari and how his heart would soar when he gunned the engine and all its ferocities sprang to life with the roar as he ventured deeper into the depths of this mystical place his reflections of the past were quickly interrupted by the stunning mark marvels of the moment it was while he was soaking in the gifts of nature intelligence that something startling happened from the corner of his eye he saw another figure dressed strangely in a long flowing red robe topped by a dark blue hood slightly ahead of him on the path julian was astonished to see anyone on this isolated spot that had taken him seven trenches days to reach as he was many miles away from any real civilization and still uncertain as to where his ultimate destination of sivana could be found he yelled out of his fellow traveler the figure refused to respond and accelerated his pace along the path they were both climbing not even giving julian the courtesy of a backward glance of acknowledgement soon the mysterious traveler was running his red robe dancing gracefully behind him like crisp of cotton sheets hanging from a cloth line on a windy autumn day please friend i need your help to find sivana yelled julian i've been trying for 7 days with little food and water i think i'm lost the figure came to an abrupt stop julian approached cautiously while the traveler stood remarkably still and silent his head did not move his hand did not move and his feet kept their place julian could see nothing of the face beneath the hood but was struck by the contents of the small basket in the hand of the traveler within the basket was a collection of the most delicate and beautiful flowers julian had ever seen the figure closed the basket tighter as julian drew nearer so as to display both a love of these prized possessions and the structure of this tall vessel about as common to these parts as drew in the desert julian gazed at the traveler with an intense curiosity a quick burst of a sunbeam revealed that it was a 
man's face under the losing loosely fitting hood but julian had never seen a man quite like this one though he was at least his own age he had striking features that left julian mesmerized and caused him to say simply stop and stare for what seemed like an eternity his eyes were cat like and so penetrating that julian was forced to look away his olive complexion skill was supple and smooth his body looked strong and powerful and though the man hands gave away the fact that he was not young he, re- he radiated such an abundance of youthfulness and vitality that julian felt hypnotized by what offered before him much like a child watching the magician at his first magic show this must be one of the great sages of sivana julian thought him to himself scarcely able to contain his delight at his discovery i'm julian mental i've come to learn from the sages of sivana do you know where i might find them he asked the man looked thoughtfully at this weary visitor from the west his serenity and peace made him appear angelic in nature and lightened in substance the man spoke softly almost in a whisper why is it that you seek those sages friend sensing that he had indeed found one of the mystical monks who had eluded so many before him julian opened his heart and poured out his odyssey to the travel traveler he spoke of his former life and of the crisis of spirit he had struggled with how he had traded his health and his energy for the fleeting rewards that his law practice brought him he spoke of how he had traded the riches of his soul for a fat bank amount and the illusionary gratification of his live fast die young lifestyle and he told him of his travels in the mystical india and of his meeting with yogi krishnan the former trial lawyer from new delhi who had also given up his former life in the hope of finding inner harmony and lasting peace the traveler remained silent and still it was not until julian spoke of his burning almost obsessive obsessive desire to acquire the ancient principles of enlightenment living that the man spoke again placing an arm on julian's shoulder the man said gently if you truly have a heartfelt desire to learn the wisdom of a better way then it is my duty to help you i am indeed one of those sages that you have come so far in search of you are the first person to find us in many years congratulations i admire your tenacity you must have been quite a lawyer he offered he paused as if he was a little uncertain of what to do next and then went off if you like you may come with me as my guest to our temple it rests in a hidden part of mountain region still many hours away from here my brothers and sisters will welcome you with open arms we will work together to teach you the ancient principle and strategies that our ancestors have passed down before the ages before i take you into the private world and share our collected knowledge filling your life with more joy strength and purpose i must request one promise from you said the sage upon learning this timeless truth you must return to your homeland in the west 
and share this wisdom with all those who need to hear this though we are isolated here in this magical mountains we are aware of the turmoil your world is in good people are losing their way you must give them the hope that they deserve more importantly you must give them the tool to fulfill their dreams this is all i ask julian instantly accepted the sage's terms and promised that he would carry the precious message to the west as the two men moved still higher up the mountains past to the lost village of sivana the indian sun started to set if a fairy red circle slipping into a soft magical slumber after a long and weary day julian told me he was never for he has never forgotten the majesty of that moment walking with an ageless indian monk for whom he somehow felt in brotherly love traveling to a place he had longed to find with all his wonders and many mysteries this was definitely the most memorable moment of my life he confided in me julian had always believed that life came down to a few key moments this was one of them deep inside his soul he somehow sensed that it was the first moment of the rest of his life a life soon to be much more than it had ever been so that's it for today guys it was the end of chapter 3 it was quite a long chapter and well written mm. so till now uh, we've got to know that julian has found one of the magical sages he was looking for and in the next chapter we will be Uh, reading about the magical meeting with the sages of Sivana of Julian so till then stay tuned and keep reading